Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Turn Right Podcast. I'm Caitlin, your host. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about the five tools of being a fiction writer. I have identified five things that I think most fiction writers have, and I wanted to make this podcast as a way to encourage you because most likely you will see some if not all, of these attributes inside of yourself. And I hope that gives you confidence that you're on the right path and you're doing the right things to move towards your dreams. And if you see one or two of these areas as weaker areas for you, which I think is totally normal, I know certainly I have weaker areas on this list, then that can give you something to kind of isolate and work on improving. So let's get started. The first tool of being a writer is imagination. Chances are, if you are taking some idea and putting it to paper, you have a pretty big imagination, even if you're writing very realistic fiction. If you have a big imagination, it probably shows up in other areas of your life. It's not just limited to your writing. You're probably always telling your friends about some new random idea that you thought of And maybe you even have too many ideas. So you take them to paper and you start a blog or you also start a YouTube channel. That's kind of what happened with me. I had a lot of ideas, so I started writing novels. But then I also had ideas more for articles. And so I started a blog. I started writing on Medium. I wanted to kind of verbally tell stories and verbally... um, play out my ideas and so I started a YouTube channel so I could kind of experiment with fashion and makeup and different things like that and then I started this podcast because I had this vision for helping new writers. Imagination gives you this artistic creative vision that propels your story. It's why for thousands of years even when people have been using the same plot boy meets girl, they fall in love, they fight, they break up. That's why these stories work time and time again, because each author has a different imagination. I think about how whenever most people plan a wedding, some people they want a wedding planner, but if they don't get a wedding planner, they usually ask for a lot of opinion from their family and friends and people closest to them. You know, what type of dress do you think would look best on me? What's kind of the theme of my wedding? Do you like this food? Do you agree with this venue location? Um, You know, how should my wedding play out? And I feel like most people ask a lot of those types of questions. I've been in several weddings and I've attended a ton of weddings. I have a lot of cousins and neighbors and close family friends. But for me, I always think about how The most fun part of a wedding would probably be planning the vision for the wedding, like creating my own theme and just knowing how I want certain things. And I think I've known for a long time kind of how I would design a wedding. Uh, Not sure if I will ever get married, but I definitely have this vision for a wedding um, in my head. And I think that that really correlates to being a fiction writer and having a strong imagination because you just have this vision and you just kind of know how things will play out. The second tool of being a writer is being a storyteller. 
the ability to pace and plot, to kind of feel the temperature in the room and know what's going to suck people in, to kind of stretch the truth, to spice things up, the execution and drama of the work. Best stories are told objectively. Think about some sort of incident that happened to one of your friends that you were a witness of. You were just an observer in the event. For example, maybe you and your friend were on the train together and you were going to work and some rude random stranger comes up and like bumps into your friend and spills coffee all over your friend and your friend drops all of her belongings and they go everywhere. And you guys go back to school and you see all your other friends and you tell the story as an observer about your friend and and everyone thinks it's so funny because you tell all of the funny parts and all of the parts that are engaging to other people and not just maybe relevant to your friend, such as the way the soaked t-shirt felt on her body. If you're kind of putting yourself inside of the story and you're telling it from your own vantage point, you're going to tell things that are not that interesting to the group of people. You might be too detailed and you might not know how you come across to other people to other people. You can always tell the people in the room that are storytellers and the people in the room that are not. The people in the room that aren't storytellers, other people will quickly lose interest in what they have to say and it will just be kind of awkward and uncomfortable, maybe a little too much TMI. Storytellers have this innate ability to understand other people, understand what makes them tick, and how to get a relevant and engaging point across. Number three, grit. Being a fiction writer takes a heck of a lot of grit. There is actually executing the idea, plotting, putting down this 50,000, 100,000, 150,000 word novel. You know, most people think that a five paragraph essay is hard. And so they increase period size, the margins. They will do anything they can to not have to write a few more words. People think a three-page paper is grueling. They hate doing research projects that take a semester long. But by committing to being a fiction writer, you are saying that you are willing to write every single day for the rest of your life. You're saying you're willing to write on airplanes when other people are sleeping. You're saying you're willing to write at the beach late at night when your family has gone to sleep. You're saying you're willing to write on Thanksgiving and Christmas and your birthday before you can go out and start celebrating. Sometimes when I think about sitting down and writing, I think I would rather do anything else because I think about how grueling that process is, thinking and how mentally exhausting and difficult writing can be. If you're doing writing right, then you're going to be tired, apprehensive, and you're going to know it's very difficult. You have to have the tenacity to know how to cut down your manuscript. You have to have the tenacity to keep going, to revise and edit and deal with rejection from agents, the horrible statistics that you face. Writing takes an awful lot of grit. And those people that really want to be writers are going to be very gritty people. Number three, command of language. You have to be your own editor as a fiction writer. You have to understand the rhythm of sentences, the ability to feel the texture of the words, to hear the rhythm of the paragraph, understanding both basic and complex grammar. You have to be able to write with clarity and cohesion, love of metaphor, language, word choice. 
love of quotes. As a writer, it's very important to love language. And you may not write the most elegant prose. You may be writing a really heavy plot novel, really intense thriller. But it's still important to be able to appreciate that clarity in writing and understand the rhythm of being a writer. It's just like playing a musical instrument. Obviously, some people are just gifted with that natural rhythm to their playing style, or people are gifted the natural rhythm of throwing a baseball or dancing. Writing has its own rhythm. And if you don't believe me, you probably don't have that ear that's finely tuned towards the rhythm of words. And what I would suggest if you don't have that rhythm inside of you is to read more books and you will be able to develop that. An editor can only take you so far. A beta reader can only take you so far. You have to know what to do with the words on the page. And fortunately, there are a lot of tools out there now that can help you, such as Grammarly. You know, you can take different writing courses. There are so many articles on the internet. But at the end of the day, you have to know how to utilize those resources. And I think above all, having a natural knack and command of language will help you the most. Number five, emotion. All great fiction writers have this intense emotion inside of them. They are affected by the world in some way, shape, or form. I think it was Ernest Hemingway who said, the deeply sensitive suffer more, but they also love more. If you are not an emotional person, if the homeless person sitting on the side of the street doesn't bother you, if you do not smell the scent of salt water when you think about the ocean, and if you do not draw back into maybe some sort of deep regret you have in your life, or if you don't project out into the future about what could happen to the earth if we don't do anything about climate change, then chances are you aren't an emotional, intuitive person. And if you aren't that, but you have a lot of great writing skills, then that's great. But you should probably get back to writing some, some sort of nonfiction. Write articles. Write something scientific. All fiction writers have something to say, and they know what to say deep within their soul. Bruce Springsteen, although not a fiction writer, he is a great songwriter. He had something to say about the American dream and the American people, and he always had that emotion inside of him, and it's very evident in all of his songs. Leste N.G., author of Little Fires Everywhere, she had something to say about the racial injustice that she felt growing up in Cleveland. Suzanne Collins, the author of The Hunger Games, had something to say about how she felt about a government becoming too powerful. Writers have something to say, and they have very deep feelings about it. They feel things about injustice, joy, hatred, anger, jealousy. If you don't feel those things as a person, then you're not going to be able to put that into your work. It's kind of like if you aren't good at math, you shouldn't be an accountant. These are the five tools of being a writer. Imagination, storytelling, grit, command of language, and emotion. Let me know your thoughts on this podcast by writing me a review below. Keep reading, keep writing, and keep querying. I will talk to you guys on our next road trip.